Welcome to A Course in Miracles, Living the Love, Walking the Talk, with Rev. Jennifer Hadley, a beloved teacher of the Course, who has helped thousands learn how to express their beliefs from moment to moment in their everyday lives. Get ready to focus on your intent to be the love, be the peace, through practical application. Here is your host, Rev. Jennifer Hadley. Welcome. Thanks for joining today. Yeah, I, uh, I am so grateful. So grateful. I just am so grateful to be alive at this point in time to, to know and recognize the truth and to see the revelation of truth that's unfolding in the world, even though it may not look like it sometimes. So I'm gonna, Start with a prayer as we always do, and then I'm going to introduce my beautiful guest, Maria Felipe. So let's, let's start with that. Tuning into our heart, that breath of love and gratitude. So we are just taking that breath, hand on our heart, declaring that we are wholeheartedly available for the perfect love to be revealed in our awareness. So grateful and so thankful to open ourselves to the unlimited flow of divine wisdom and intelligence. So grateful to consciously attune to the higher Holy Spirit self. So grateful and so thankful to say yes Yes to the peace, yes to the harmony, yes to the freedom, yes to the all good of God being revealed in our heart, in our mind. In gratitude, we share the benefits with all beings because we are one with them. In gratitude, we let it be, and so it is. Amen. Amen, amen. Yeah, so it's my pleasure today to introduce uh, a friend of mine that I've known for a number of years now, and uh, she's just come out with a new book, and one thing I know about Maria Felipe is that she lives her life in alignment with truth. She's uh, not afraid to share what's really going on. She doesn't pretend to be something she's not. She's authentic. She is delightful. She is filled with the light. And her new book is called Live Your Happy. Get out of your own way and find the love within. And... Uh, Maria, I, I am so grateful that you are available to talk with us about your book and to celebrate that you just got engaged to be married. Yay. <laughs> wow. I think it's the first time I do an interview and uh, somebody says that. This <laughs> happens. So how beautiful that I get to um, hear it come at, coming out of your mouth, right? Yeah. Um, well, you, the- and now you don't have a boyfriend. You have a fiancé. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I skipped. I skipped that part. I skipped the boyfriend part. We just went away straight to the fiance. Okay. <laughs> um, yeah. Well, thank you so much, Jennifer, for having me. You know, um, we share a really beautiful bond, sisterhood together, a miraculous mm-hmm. sisterhood together. Because you've been there since the very beginning that I started to become a teacher, and you really were yeah. a big part of my life to bring me into where I am today. 
Well, you know, I remember, Maria, um, you did a Living a Course in Miracles class with me back in, I think it was 2013. And Mm -hmm. hard to believe that was four years ago. It was probably this month, too, four years ago, 2013, May 2013. And I remember at that time, one of the things you were talking about was um, uh, relationship Relationship. breakup. Yes. And your surgery. We're talking about the holy holy relationship and the special relationship. That's what it was about. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, and now you're engaged to be married. So you, you've learned, you've learned a lot about special relationship and holy relationship. And obviously you wouldn't be writing a book called Live Your Happy if you hadn't learned something about how to be happy. And that is something people really are interested in. So what, what are your, um, key points that can support someone who's feels so far away from happiness so far away from love or prosperity or living their purpose because you used to feel all those things what can you tell us from having made that journey well what's coming up for me the first word is um, willingness is, is yes. a big part of it. And, and I know that A Course in Miracles says all you need is a little bit of willingness and miracles happen. In my book, I say big willingness <laughs> just yeah. because I feel that in my life, um, the word just big willingness for me resonates more because um, I just, the, the massiveness of depressions that I went through or, or problems as the world would say were so, just really hindered me that I needed to really, really get out of my own way and have big willingness. So I think the first step is to really want to change. And I'm not saying, like, want to change, like, a little bit. I'm saying wanting to change, like, a max capacity. And the only way that we can really do that, the second thing that's coming up for me is not having compromise. You can't compromise it. And and that's mm. why I love that your, your show's called Walk the Talk. Is that it? Something like that, Walk the Talk? It's- well, I, yeah, I say it, it's, the show is called A Course in Miracles, Living the Love and Walking the Talk. Living the love, walking the talk, yeah. And I love that because this is what the book is about, is really walking the talk. It's really living um, these principles. So big willingness and, and no compromise. So what does that mean? I feel that if you really want to be happy, is you have willingness, but then at the same time is, is really stepping into living that at max capacity. I feel that we want to change. A lot of us want to change and we're depressed and we're sad. And I've been there, um, but I wasn't really ready. I wasn't really ready to give it all up, which was give up all the BS, give up what I say in my book, all the caca, you know, all the caca, which is poo-poo, you know. I don't want to say bad words because then you're going to bleep me. But you know what I mean? It's like you have to just, like, give it all over and be willing to have non-judgment, start to have non-judgment, be willing to understand that you're not a victim of the world that you see and practice that on max capacity every day. Be willing and understand that nothing outside of you defines you, that nothing outside of you is your source. Um, walk around knowing that your source is within you and you lack nothing, you'll have everything. And that takes something. It takes every day undoing the thoughts of fear. And that's what I say to people. It's like you need to first have big willingness and then want to incorporate this into your practice daily, um, but not, not half-assed. You really need to give it your all. The only way I was able to change my life is by having no compromise. I mean, forgiving when I didn't want to forgive. 
you know, seeing, you know, feeling my feelings when I didn't want to feel them, you know, um, for, you know, you know, healing grievances, you know, it wasn't fun looking at um, my past relationship, you know, um, with men and, and healing that or, or, or healing my relationship with my father that committed suicide when he was younger and, 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 for, and forgiving that situation. That wasn't easy. That wasn't fun. But I feel that that's how we can be happy. Jennifer, it's really like starting to have ra- a radical way of living um, that is completely different than what we're used to. Yeah, you know, and I, I, one of the questions that I have as you're, you're sharing here, Maria, is uncompromising, okay? How, how does one get to be uncompromising? How does that even look? For people who are uh, really, in, in this, let's say in this moment, they're feeling that they don't have strength, they don't have courage, they keep self-sabotaging and self-medicating, and they're looking for a special relationship to make them feel whole. How, how does one get from that place to uncompromising? Mm, what a beautiful question. It's a very helpful question. Important, important question. Um, <laughs> very important question. I, I feel that there is this way of being, and I get it. I get that there's a lot of stuff going on, and I'm sure that there's people listening right now that are going through some hard times, and I get it. I've been there, and sometimes I'm there now, you know, and what I do is, is really be mindful of my thoughts. So that's very helpful for me. It's to really discern and to be really mindful. I feel that the ego has its way with us. The voice of fear has its way with us because, like the Course says, our mind is very undisciplined. We're too okay with mind-wandering. So I think the first thing that people can do when they are in a state of such desperation and sadness is to just be really mindful that you are the decision-maker. The Course says this. You can decide your thoughts. So if you can, and I know this is hard, especially when you're in it. I know that this is hard. I get that. But I feel that there's something within us that's so much bigger than that fear. There's something so much bigger than us that's bigger than what's going on in your life right now. And it's important to just discern and understand the way your mind works and really stop yourself. That's what I do. And I choose again. I'm like, wait a second. I go, these thoughts are not in alignment to truth. These thoughts that I'm having right now are limited, and let me change these thoughts from fear to love and constantly discern and change my thoughts. And I know it's hard. I, I, I experience that when I'm in really, like, in the fear that I can't even see the goodness. I can't even change my thoughts. But it's just that real determination to not, have com- to not, to not be compromising with this and be like, you know what? I don't want to feel like crap anymore. Um, I feel that we get to a point that we're such in a hellish state we're such, such, such in hell that the only way that we're going to get out of it is by being like, you know what, I don't want to be in hell anymore. What is the opposite of this? How about the opposite of this right now? Um, I think, Jennifer, also feeling our feelings is really, really vital here. Um, I think that we, we think that because we're spiritual spiritual, and we're studying the Course in Miracles or what whatnot, we think that brushing things under the rug is spiritual, and it's not. It's being stupid because we need to feel these feelings to have the awakening, you know, so you get really honest with it, you know. Listen, I feel sad right now. I feel um, I feel scared right now because I lost my job. I don't have money in the bank. Um, I, I, I feel like I'm not lovable, like I can't be in a relationship right now, whatever that is. And you really feel those feelings. This is what I do, and I go within, 
And I give them over to Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit, come into my mind and let me heal these thoughts. Let me see this through your eyes. And I open every single window in my mind, every single crevice. I have, I'm not going to deny any thoughts from Holy Spirit. I don't care how ugly they are, how disgusting they are, how vicious they are. I'm going to give them all over to Holy Spirit so I can transform them. And then I do it gently with Holy Spirit. And Holy Spirit is going to be so gentle with me through the process and be like, it's okay, I know this is hard. I know that you've been going through this for a long time. But let me heal this with you. And you ask for help, and then you're going to start to see that a transformation will happen. Um, and the miracle will take place. Mine is so cool because nowadays it happens very instantly, and I get over it real quick. Um, but maybe you might feel good in five minutes later, or maybe the next day, or maybe in three days. But as you constantly feel your feelings and give them over and be really authentic about it, I always say authenticity is sexy, get really, really raw and real about it, and then you will start to feel different. So, you know, I, I, I deeply appreciate what you're saying because uh, in my experience, too, uh, many of us are terrified of feeling our feelings because we feel like we're just going to be consumed by them or we're going to discover that we actually believe that we're worthless. There's a, a lot of fear sometimes about feeling the feelings and if we can be willing to feel the move into it while uh, i'll say metaphorically holding the hand of the holy spirit it's a different experience and uh i know that you you know that because you've been through some very difficult times in your life things that were confusing and heartbreaking and challenging and yet you learned how to really stay in that connection with the Holy Spirit. Do you have a, a, a spiritual practice, a method that you can share with us that works for you? Yes. Um, again, it's my, my practice daily is really being mindful. Um, I feel that um, this, the ego is a scavenger dog, and it will have its way with you if you give it a, even a little second or moment to. So I, when I wake up in the morning, I'm very, very mindful. What am I thinking? You know, what are my thoughts? You know, I, I, I get up and I put my feet on the floor and I'm very present. You know, I'm, I'm like, this is going to be a beautiful day. Um, I invite you, Spirit, into my mind. Let me have your, your like-minded thoughts. Um, as I'm brushing my teeth, you know, I'm very present to brushing my teeth. You know, I'm like, oh, my God, look how great I brush my teeth, you know, versus trying to think of my problems or anything else or my love-do list for the day, my to-do list. Um, I'm, I'm just very mindful. I feel that a lot of us don't, that's why the first part of my book is all about understanding the way the mind works. I feel that even if we're core students or even if we've been on the spiritual path for a long time, um, um, we know these concepts intellectually. Oh yeah, I am right. love or, or I am this, but it's, it's, it's more, now I want to bring it more into the heart. I want to bring it more into the experience. Like let's live this stuff, you know? Um, I, I, I just, I, that's what I do every day. I give it over to Holy Spirit, and I really trust that I will be shown. And that takes a lot of courage. Um, it takes a lot of, of, of commitment on your part to just get out of your way because you want to, I feel like we want to control it. We want to control the outcome. We want to feel better. We want to do it alone. But we have this beautiful 
part of us, which is the Holy Spirit, which is love, that has our back totally, that will show us the way. And you will, I mean, I know you've experienced this, Jennifer, that when you're living a life of trust, everything falls into place and all the big deals and the problems really melt into the nothingness of where they came from. Right. Yes. Yes. And and the feeling your and feeling your feelings. I love that you brought it up because I feel it's something that especially if we're spiritual don't want to do because we feel we got this. We feel like, oh yeah, don't worry. I don't. I don't. I'm not gonna forgive that. I'm not gonna go back in time because I'm all good. I'm enlightened or whatever. You know. Um, no, I feel that that's how I've been able to heal. I remember when I finished giving a talk once at Unity of Burbank and I got home. And since we're talking about relationships, I feel that this, this story is prominent. And it's actually, this story is in my book. Um, that I'm sitting on the couch, and again, I'm back into this relationship thing. You know, I, I've had this addiction with relationships with men. I've always looked for love outside of myself. I've always made men my, my God. And I was actually um, dating this guy. that He was a director of this show that I was part of because I used to do acting before. And um, I started to get very anxious. Because I wanted to text him, I wanted to invite him over, even though he told me he wasn't a, a boyfriend material. He told me I wasn't, he wasn't boyfriend material. But I wanted to make him boyfriend material. I wanted to change his mind. <laughs> we relate oh. to that, right? Yeah. I, wanted to make, I wanted to make him want to be with me. How about that? Sure. <laughs> so, so I was that trying go for to you? <laughs> I was trying to, like, text him and, and, and try to see how I can get him over for dinner so I could convince him that he could have a relationship with me, right? Right. But I had this revelation, and the revelation was this. I started crying, and this is actually, I'm already a spiritual leader, okay? I just finished giving a, a powerful talk at Unity of Burbank, and I'm at home, and I'm a hot mess, okay? So I'm crying, and I'm really feeling my feelings of abandonment. I'm feeling my feelings of not being worthy of relationship. I was feeling my feelings of that I'm not good enough, um, that why do I get so anxious when I'm with a person in my life? Like, why? Like, why can I have the opposite of this? Why can I feel worthy of love? Why can I feel that I'm worthy of having a romantic partner? Why can I feel, like, super calm while I'm writing a text to somebody I like? Like, what's going on here? I want the opposite of this. And I got this mystical experience of where my crying stopped, and all I heard is forgiveness. And I was like, okay. And the inspiration, the inspiring thought that I got, Jennifer, was you need to forgive your father, which my father mm. passed away when I was three months old. He, conv- he committed suicide. You need to forgive your father. And not only that, you need to forgive all the men in your life. And I was like, oh, my God. So I had this download of a seven-day forgiveness process, which in my book is called Seven-Day Fearless Process because it's in the fearless chapter. And I sat down every day, Jennifer, every single day I woke up in the morning and I went back in time to all my relationships I had and what it made them mean and all the feelings that I had attached to those relationships. And then every single relationship I got insights from Holy Spirit and changed the meaning of everything of what is really true in each relationship and what happened. So I got Holy Spirit's interpretation of all of my relationships. And that was so hard, Jennifer. Every day, I couldn't even, I was typing on my computer, and all I could, all there was tears. I couldn't see anything because of all the healing that was going on. And in reference to my father, what I got was that I had issues with men all my life because I felt abandoned. I felt that 
Since my father abandoned me, I deserve to be abandoned by all the men in my life. So anytime a man was in my life, I was always fearing that they would leave me. And what I got from Holy Spirit was that that isn't true, that my father never abandoned me because my true father is God, and my God would never abandon me. Mm-hmm. And that I'm totally, I'm totally worthy of love. And that's when I started to have a real big healing and my relationship with myself and relationship to men changed because of that seven-day process. And what I'm trying to say here, Jennifer, is that it wasn't easy. It wasn't yeah. easy going every day back in time. I suffered so much. It was hard. It was hard, really hard to go to those deep wounds and heal those moments and all those relationships. It took something. Yes. Yeah, so there's your demonstration of your willingness to, you know, in a sense we could say, put your butt in the chair each day as a way of loving yourself free of all these false beliefs. And did you feel like you knew exactly how it was going to happen and how it would unfold and exactly what to do ahead of time? Um, Well, yes, because the instructions were specific. It was every day forgive the men in your life and um, go back in time. So it was very specific. But what happens is, is that while I'm doing the exercise, there was one time that I'm crying really hard. And I was like, spirit, I just want to heal this. I want to heal this grievance with men. I want to feel worthy of love and romance in my life. Like I'm freaking tired, you know? And what I hear from spirit, what I hear from spirit is this. No, you're not. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, I was like, what? I was like, what do you mean? I'm crying every single day, seven days. I'm trying to heal my relationships with men. Like, what do you mean I'm not ready? I'm doing everything. And the Spirit told me I wasn't. And this Mm. is a message for all of us. This is a message for all of us because I feel that we do think we're ready and we want to be ready, but really, really we're not because we're not willing to do it without compromise. And I had to do that because I was still hanging on to specialness. I was still Mm. hanging on to feeling that something outside could complete me. I had to get to the point that I'm already complete in God, period. I had to really go there and believe that 100%. 100%. And how exactly did you get to that willingness to believe it 100%? Well, when I finished the process, um, there was this um, undoing of fear that occurred in my mind because mm. there was a collapse. There was a collapse of fear after I did the exercises of which even the man that I was thinking about that day that I actually had the revelation because no longer mattered. Um, the whole situation didn't matter. And that was interesting. I knew there was a miracle that happened because I was in such anxiety and in such fear and now I was in such peace and such joy. So obviously something happened and it worked. Because I was free. So mm-hmm. I would go on I would go on now to have a different way of looking at relationships and I started to recognize that something has what shifted was my mind. Mm-hmm. And that's where the key is. I feel that a lot of people feel that it's in the behavior or in the action. And the healing mm-hmm. of the, uh, the, the healing of anything is never in the behavior. It's always in the mind. So when I was able to change my mind, Jennifer, I started to change my experience because it was a change of mind. It wasn't a change of behavior. The change of behavior, I had done that all in my 20s. I had always wanted to do it through behavior. 
But in this sense, I had a change of thought of that it was no longer working for me looking for the love of God outside of me. And I was looking for something that I already had. That was the good news. Like, oh, my God, I've been looking for love that I already have. And I started to really have no compromise remembering that I'm in the mind of God and I'm never, I've never left the mind of God. And that's something that I remember every day, every moment. I am in the mind of God and I've never left the mind of God. And my job in this world is to constantly remember that. And when I remember that, everything collapses. You know, I don't need a man in my life to complete me. I don't need a job to complete me. I don't need a book to be a bestseller. I don't need a book to even be, do well. You know what I'm right. saying? It's like, it's like because my source is not in that. My source is in God and only God defines me, not the book, not my role as, as Maria Felipe in the world. Only God defines me, and, and I really believe that. And the more and more and more I live within that, at max capacity every day without compromise, the happier I am. Mm. Yes. Well, I can certainly feel how you have done the inner work and that it, that you had so much resistance to it, but you finally, you, decided because uh, this is one of the things that a course of miracles teaches us that we're the decider you know i must have decided wrongly because i'm not at peace i'm the one who made the decision so i'm going to make a different decision right here right now and i i feel in what you're telling us maria that that's what you did is you made a decision to love yourself and to let go of these attachments these uh beliefs and to really see what was true and as i'm looking at the clock here it's time for us to take a break wow that went so fast <laughs> so we're going to take a break here and uh we're going to come back with Maria Felipe, the author of Live Your Happy. Get out of your own way and find the love within. I'm Jennifer Hadley. You're listening to A Course in Miracles on Unity Online Radio, where we are living the love. We are walking the talk, and we'll be right back. Thank you for tuning in for A Course in Miracles, Living the Love, Walking the Talk. Get ready to focus on your intent to be the love, be the peace through practical application as we return to A Course in Miracles, Living the Love, Walking the Talk. Welcome back. I'm Jennifer Hadley. And just a minute before we get back to Maria Felipe here, I would like to share with everybody, I, I got very spontaneous last week after the broadcast and I, uh, put on a, I'm calling it a, a conversation with Lisa Natoli and David Fishman, two wonderful Course of Miracles teachers uh, that we did. It was a loving America free conversation talking about rising above our um, 
fears, worries, doubts, anger, resentment, uh, anything that we've got about the world, about the president, about politics or war, anything that's disturbing our peace. And it was a beautiful conversation with Lisa and David and a very healing conversation. So the second one, we did uh, one in November last year called Loving America Free. So we did uh, two of them now and they are both available at jenniferhadley.com totally free we're transcribing the one from Monday so that should be available later this week or early next week the transcript for that I invite you to uh, grab the download and uh, to tell anyone you know that uh, is interested in spiritual solutions to their own upset and irritation, their frustration, their fear, doubt, and worry about anything, really. Uh, but particularly those who might be upset about what we see happening in the world today. So, of course, miracle students know to change their mind about the world rather than trying to change the world. And, and that's one of the things we were talking about uh, with Lisa and David. So, I I invite you to check that out. The first one, the first Loving America Free was with um, Jimmy Twyman and John Mundy and uh, Bill Free and uh, Vicky Poppy. So, oh, and Cindy Laura Renard, and that was wonderful. And um, pretty soon, uh, I'm not sure exactly when, but maybe... Um, Beginning of next week, I'll be announcing the next Living a Mo- uh, Course of Miracles class, and that is with uh, Gary Renard and John Mundy, Miranda McPherson, Lisa Natoli, and myself. Uh, it'll be about two weeks of classes, all free for you, Living a Course of Miracles. So um, I'll, I'll be letting you know about that. If you see any of these free offerings at Facebook, I invite you to like and share them so more people will see them uh, since they're free the audios are free the transcripts are free it's all free i invite you to to share and uh, to let people know about that and so let's uh, let's go back to maria felipe and her beautiful book live your happy which is uh, just out it's her first book and we're talking about really how to get out of your own way and find the love within. Now, I know one of the issues, Maria, that a lot of people have is, and of course, Miracles has uh, some beautiful things to say about this. I've done whole episodes of the radio show on this is, uh, why we're afraid to look within, why we avoid looking within. So, uh, what did you learn about why you were uh, afraid to look within and how did you make that shift to be willing to really look within? Well, I think that in general, in this society, in this world that we live in of duality and fragmentation and separation, it's just innately in us, like in body, in a body sense, to be scared, to um, to be scared of our our amazing awesomeness, um, to be scared of, of how much God loves us and how um, how incredibly uh, we how incredible we are um, in, in truth. So I think that we've just when since we appear to be separate and in this world, you know, there's been created this fear and this separation and fragmentation and ego. And um, since we're we're so frightened because we have forgotten where we are in truth, which is the mind of God, which is what we were talking about before the break, 
um, we get tranced out. And what we do is is that we, we, we're so scared that um, we look outside. We're so scared because we don't want to look within. We don't want to claim our power in God. So, hey, you know, let me do this. Let me let me look at my source. This is my new car. You know, let me get a new car or, you know, let me let me be happy. Let me get in this relationship. And then, you know, if this relationship doesn't work, then let me, you know, go ahead and trance myself out and not feel my feelings and get into this other relationship. Or um, let me just, everything outside, let me just completely be auto, an automatic pilot and a, and a puppet and just completely consume myself with thinking that the outside world is my source and that that's going to make me happy and um, let me not feel anything. So that's like we've been totally trans out that way. And I was there too, you know. I was looking for my happiness in my career in acting and television. I was looking for my happiness in relationships. Um, and I think that we all do this um, and are scared to go within. Um, I started to go within when I started and when I got tired. Um, and I said, there has to just be another way, really. Um, I think that we could all identify with having um, self-help, um, you know, just the self-help addiction. Um, mm-hmm. I did. You know, I, I read a lot of books, um, Barnes & Nobles. I would read them all. Um, I remember studying Anthony um, Robbins for a long time when I was younger and, um, you know, repeating quotes and um, affirmations all day long and singing Kumbaya and walking on hot coals and all that good stuff. Um, I did it all, or even watch Oprah, and I was a hot mess, you know. I wasn't experiencing my happiness because um, I would feel good maybe for one day or two days because the concepts of the books were amazing and they were great, although I wasn't feeling good two days later because you know, they were just concepts. They were just intellectual mumbo-jumbo, blah, 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 in my mind of I am light, I am love, but not living that fully. It's like I am love, but I'm going to look for love outside of myself. Oh, I am light, but I'm going to be scared. Or I am abundant, but I'm going to be scared that I can't pay my bills. So there was no uh, alignment. There was no alignment. And that was the missing little, little thing for me. The missing little key, the key to the happiness was that, was that I needed to integrate all those beautiful, all that beautiful truth into my life. Again, that word, at a 10, at max capacity. Again, that word, no compromise. And I needed to bring the I am love and I am love. The I am abundance, I am abundance. And the self-help books, they were great, but I felt that I just, they were really nice floaty concepts. And I wasn't experiencing them. So in 2012, when I really got into stepping in and I started going to Pathways of Light and I became a minister, um, and which is a Course in Miracles um, credited school, I began to really bring in the Holy Spirit, and have a relationship with Holy Spirit. Even when I didn't want to. There's been many times that I haven't wanted to forgive. There's been many times that I've wanted to hold on to my grievances. There's been many times that I don't want to ha- take responsibility for stuff. Because I don't want to. But I do it anyways. And I do it anyways because I know that the other way didn't work. I know that the other way brought me to hell. I know that the other way brought me to limitation and scarcity and fragmentation. So I needed to really start to live my happy. The book is called Live Your Happy, but it's really Live the Course of Miracles. It's just that that's been played out. That's, that, that title has already been used. But it's really Live the Course of Miracles concept of every day waking up and being responsible. I wake up every day being responsible for my perceptions. I don't care how ugly they are. I take responsibility for them. Two, I'm not a victim of the world that I see. I really practice that every single day. I'm not a victim of my problems. Three, 
I live knowing that my source is not outside of me. My source is in my mind. That my source is in God. Nothing outside of me defines me. I live that all the time. The biggest one is I live in trust, which is my chapter nine. You know, live your happies. I really, really live a life of trust and wonder. I don't manipulate. I don't try to make things happen. You know, I'm on book tour. I'm about to go on a book tour now for two months. And it's so so sweet because my fiancé, he's going with me, and we, we've planned this book tour together, and he's German, and he's very, like, about planning. You know, we're going to go here, 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 here. And I said, no. I go, no, babe. We're going to go where we're going to be shown, and we're going to go where, where, where the flow goes. Like, I'm not going to plan anything. And I didn't. I literally sent out an email saying I'm going on a book tour, and I got a lot of responses. And now, you know, a month later, we have over 15 cities booked that were given to us. People were excited about us coming, like, come over here, come over here. I'm even going to go see Lisa Anatoly up, you know, close to Boston and Vicky Poppy. Like, all of that happened in such ease and grace. Like, right now I just booked New Jersey, and it was the easiest thing. Even the coordinators that wanted me there are like, Maria, this happens. This is so easy. Like, the unity there wants you. And, and, it, and we asked, and they were just, everything is easy. And I said, I know. Easy is normal. Easy is actually normal. I feel that we've been taught by society that it's not. That heart is normal, and you have to fight for things, and you have to make things happen. And not necessarily, when you're living in spirit and in trust, everything unfolds perfectly in ease and grace. And that's what this book tour is with me. I've been shown, and, I'm, and, and it's so easy. People would think, oh, my God, a book tour is such a big deal, but it's not. It's just really another experience of consciousness of, of where I'm able to, sh- to shine the light, and I'm having fun with it versus make it a big deal. Well, uh, let me ask you, I, I certainly agree that easy is the way. It's the ease and grace of spirit is always ours to access into, and it's only our thought that it's going to be hard that makes it difficult. Um, and we have this belief that we don't deserve ease and grace. So obviously you have really healed that idea that you don't deserve ease and grace. How how did you do that? <laughs> oh, I love that. Um, yeah, it's reminding me of, of this thing, the, the, the thing that I wrote in the book, which is like, well, Maria, how, how did you finally were able to have self-love, right? Like, that's the question, like, after everything that I went through, like, how was I able to finally get that I'm worthy of love, right? Um, and, again, it goes back to my mind and my change of thoughts. You know, I, I had to really get real with the nasty thoughts in my mind. I had to really understand how vicious I am, how vicious my thoughts are, how vicious the ego in my mind is. It's on fire, but it's on fire, like, in a horrible way. Like, really, it just brought me down into hell. Um but I was read. I, I I started to have change, um, Jennifer. When I when I was like, what what about the opposite of this? What, what about like all this fear that I've lived with all my life, all these insecurities? How about the opposite of that? And I started to just really contemplate those questions of like undoing. And I think that that's what the course is. That's why there's those those lessons every day, you know, for the whole year. It's the undoing of the fear, and I feel that I've gotten to the place that I am, that I feel worthy of love, and that's why I was able to, man- you know, have this manifestation of this amazing book come into my life and get published by, by a publisher, and, and I'm in a relationship right now, and I'm going to get married. But I, I, all these things have come into my life because 
um, it was a decision that I made to change my mind about uh, about myself and to know that I am a perfect child of God, and that's very literal, um, that I am worthy of love, um, and I really believe that even in times where I didn't want to because I wanted to be in my littleness. Um, but I think that I was able to get to where I am because I needed to really change my thoughts, and that takes something. It really does take something. It does. It takes uh, some trust and some faith. And that's what I hear you're also operating from. You are allowing yourself to experience the ease and grace because you're practicing trust and faith. So, can you... I think... Yeah, I was... Go ahead. I think that the whole thing of, of I don't know works. You know how the course says, I don't know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that works, that works very well. You know, um, I don't know works very well with the trust and, and faith. Um, because like right now, a lot of people ask me, so when are you getting married? And I don't know. We, we really don't know like what's going to happen. Like after the book tour, where are you going to live? Are you going to live in Germany? Are you going to live in LA? I don't know. You know, just like you, you know how you lived here in, in Studio City for forever, you know, and then you moved and you left and you went and you went to move to another country, you know, like, it's so mm-hmm. powerful, Jennifer. We're just shown when, when we say we don't know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's true. If if we are willing to follow Spirit's guidance and direction, and but as you know, Maria, there was a time when we were afraid to do that. We were afraid to even know what the guidance might be. So how did you overcome that fear of following divine guidance, following the voice of the Holy Spirit? Well, I started to get comfortable with it because I started to practice it. I feel this, I love how you asked that question because now the word practice just came to mind. And um, I think that that's what helped me was having practice. Again, um, the, the, the mind of, of the false mind, the mind of separation is very inconsistent. Um, it doesn't have any type of clarity or, or purpose. Um, so I, I, and even the course says that our mind is very undisciplined. And again, I had said this earlier that we're okay with mind wandering. So I think that the practice is what helped me because the practice and giving things over to Holy Spirit and have Holy Spirit show me miracles, which is a change of thought from fear to love and have constant radical change in my life happen. Um, and that practice of constantly giving it over and asking for my thoughts to change and asking for a change of thoughts really started to work. And then what happens is I started to get really confident and I get more confident and more confident in the voice because I start to see its results and I start to see that what bothered me doesn't bother me anymore. Um, I start to see that, you know, I've created a relationship in my life now that reflects total self-love because of my work in, in that, in in that area. Um, Mm -hmm. and, And it, and it took something and now I'm actually experiencing it because what happens is when you start to change your mind and practice on a consistent basis, practice is key, then what happens is is that you start to get more confidence and then you start to reflect in this experience we call world. You start to reflect your self-love in symbols. It could be in you, Jennifer, for instance, your beautiful symbol of love for me, of friends and family. You'll start to see your self-love reflected back to you because you've done the work. Yeah, it's it's so much about willingness. I, I love what you're sharing here, Maria, because your willingness is 
it is, it's, it's obvious anyone who knows you, anyone who's listening to you now has been listening to you over the years, you have this continuous stream of willingness. It's a willingness to share. It's a willingness to be of service. I know I would like to, to let people know who are in the LA area that you, uh, are you still going to be speaking in, in Burbank, uh, after your book tour? Yes. Um, yeah, I'll be I'll be speaking there. I'm actually speaking there um, this week. Um, you know, I always speak the first Sunday. The only first Sunday I'm not going to be there is the Sunday in in, in um, July. But other than that, I'm there the first Sunday. Um, this Sunday, I'm having a bilingual service actually, so it's Spanish and English. So I go back and forth in the language. Um, so yes, I'm speaking there, and also on my website, I have my book tour schedule. So if people want to click there. Um, it would be nice to meet um, you folks in person. And I love your show also, Jennifer, because I've actually had people come to Unity of Burbank and tell me that they found me through your show and through our, our past interviews, by the way, just so you know. <laughs> mm. Isn't yeah. that wonderful? Oh, <laughs> yeah, that's I've, so wonderful. <laughs> yeah, I've had like three people tell me, oh, I came here because I heard you through Jennifer Hadley's show because, I've you know, we've done a couple of collaborations together. But, yeah, it, it does work. And, and you are being um, of service there through, through me and my work through your show, and I'm very grateful. Well, you know, the, the, the great beauty of it is when we are willing to stop judging ourselves, stop judging everyone else, start extending love, then spirit works for us all the time. It shows us the way like you're talking about and it helps us connect to like-minded souls so that we're always in the right place at the right time. Yes. Yeah, that's true. It's um, Everything's orchestrated when you're in trust. You know, the right and perfect person comes into your life, the right and, and perfect um, whatever you need. Like, for instance, um, my book tour is, you know, has expenses. I was going to cover all my expenses and I was just going to be able to, you know, make that money back when I do my events because my, my events, there's a donation involved. So I figured I would be able to cover my cost of the book tour. Um, but, you know, a, a donation has come in um, through someone I met at a retreat. And um, so all my expenses for my book tour are covered, every single penny, um, over, over $5,000. Um, so that is what happens when you are living in trust. And, again, I want to be very, very, very cautious here. Because we don't do things in the world to get stuff. Like, my job is to be at peace and happy and, and, and be happy regardless if I get that donation or not. That's the key there. Um, because we don't, I don't do stuff for effect. I guess I'm happy and I'm grateful I got that money, but that's not my source. I need to remember that. Again, you know, that, that's, I think that's very key because I feel a lot of people, they have this, this thing with manifestation and making things happen and the seven steps to success and all this stuff, but... Um, I think that it always comes back to within and that your happiness is within. And what you always need to manifest is always remembering that you're in the mind of God. That's the most important manifestation. Indeed. Indeed, absolutely. <laughs> you know what I'm getting to ask you, uh, I'm being tapped on the head about, is um, what's your favorite lesson in A Course in Miracles? Well, of course, it's going to be the one, the one hundred. I think it's one hundred, one or one, one hundred, two, three. It's like a, my my God's will for me is happiness. My function is happiness. All those. It's interesting because in the Course in Miracles it says happiness a hundred and trillion times. I don't even know how many. We have to Google that. But happiness is all over the place. <laughs> uh, and I feel it's because um, Jesus is telling us something. 
you know? That's obvious. Mm-hmm. Um, our function is happiness. God's will for us is happiness. Is, um, is something no longer to take lightly, especially in this moment in time when we're living in such a circus. I mean, now is the moment to really, really own that and be like, wow, maybe this is true, my function is happiness, and start to, cont- start to believe that God's will for us is happiness. Um, that's, that's why, uh, you know, the Course's message is saying that. You know, my book is called Live Your Happy for a reason. You know, it's because Jesus is telling us over and over in the Course that we are worthy of love and that happiness is our natural nature. We've just forgotten that. We've had a moment that we've separated and we believe it to be not true. But happiness is our function, and I'm not, again, I'm not saying that lightly. Um, I think that it's just the undoing of believing that the fear is our, norm, our normal, that the heart is normal, that the unforgiveness is normal, that judgments are normal, and start to go into knowing it's abnormal. You know, uh, we go more into understanding that forgiveness is normal and that um, not being a victim of the world is the normal way to be in this world. I feel like we need to kind of change the thought system upside down and start to be like, hey, you know what, this way of living so long is riddled with fear. This way of living so long in depression, um, lack of self-worth, believing what my mom and my dad told me when I was young that I wasn't good enough. Not, not myself, but I'm saying these are stories that I've heard from my students and my clients and people around the world, you know. Um, like, let go and like, be like, hey, you know what, this whole being riddled with fear all my life. How about the opposite of that? How about what the Course is saying that my happiness is, 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 is my function? How about, how about that? Like, let's have more of that. And then we start to undo and do and do and do, and then we just see this world for what it is, a circus. And then we start to be happy in it. We start to have fun with all the symbols and even even the problems. You know, I call my book the problems, the big deals of the world, like IRS. You know, a big, big deal could be, you know, waiting in line to get your license. You know, a big deal could be, you know, your divorce or maybe somebody died in your family. All these are big deals. Or I mean, the politics right now that are going on in the United States, you know, that's a big deal, supposedly. So I call all those things in my book big deals. But when we start to look at those big deals with Holy Spirit and we start to see what is really, really true and not get entranced by this BS and the problems of the world and we start to really heal this and see it differently with Holy Spirit, our experience of all these big deals of what apparently is so hard in life starts to change. And you start to see it for what it is, nothing. Really. (laughs) (laughs) That's true. That's true. I mean, we have to laugh because it's it's hilarious. It's true. It's like nothing. It's really nothing. You know, I've said, I know. And I've said um, so many times in the last week, it seems like, that, hey, folks, let's just remember how we got here in the first place. We forgot to laugh. Let's remember to laugh. Mm, I love that you said that. Yes, we we, we forgot to laugh. and. I think that what this is teaching us, this new movement, you know, I call it the happy movement, you know, it's not just a book, it's a movement, is um, it's to start to have another conversation and to have have a new thought and, and to really bring the course into our lives. Like, that's what's the purpose of this, is to know more, you know, yeah, your course groups and your classes and your this and your that, yeah, that's all great, but hey, you know what, live it. Like, let's live this stuff, like you say, walk the talk. And really live this stuff at max capacity without compromise with your relationship with yourself and your relationship with others. And really make this a movement in your life. You know, make this, yes. make this a miraculous experience. Live it. Yes. Live it. Yes. That's it. Alle- That's it, Alleluia. baby. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So, 
<laughs> so, Maria, um, I just wait, it's time for us to close out. It's gone so fast. Hey, um, your website, mariafelipe.org, right? Yes. MariaFelipe.org. Yes, that's correct. Yeah. Mm -hmm. The book is Live Your Happy, Get Out of Your Own Way, and Find the Love Within. And you can get it at Amazon.com. Anywhere else that you can tell people to get it? Yes, you can get it at Barnes & Noble. Um, you can also get it at any bookstore. If, any, if you go to any bookstore in your area, you could just order it if they don't have it. Um, we, you know, we also want to promote, you know, keeping bookstores in, in, you know, in business. As well, so I'm really encouraging people to get out there and buy the book at their local bookstore to help their local bookstore. Just you can order it, um, and you can also just get it. You can get it on Amazon or also Barnes and Nobles online. Um, I have a, a, an offer right now on my website that is you you click on new book, um, you get a um, a free um, download of a video of that's based on the book, as well as you get um, 30% off the book. So that's available as well on my website. Oh, beautiful. Mm -hmm. Thank you. Thank you for telling us Thank that. You. All right. Well, I am going to pray us out here in just a moment. And um, like I said, we're going to be offering a uh, another Living a Course of Miracles series coming up. It starts May 15th. So watch for that. You'll have a chance to sign up and get all those classes for free and the downloads, etc. And it really does help us out if at Facebook if you see something that we've posted, some free class or something about Maria's book, if you like it and share it, that just tells Facebook that uh, you're, what we're doing is something you're interested in and they'll share it with more people and that's a beautiful thing uh, likewise if you write a review for the podcast uh, at iTunes or Stitcher or wherever you get your downloads from then that also supports and helps and uh, this is listener sponsored radio so I would like to say a huge thank you and a mwah to all the people who send in their contributions and their donations uh, because of that not only have we been transcribing all the radio shows uh, we've been transcribing my daily prayers and we're able to offer more and more for free including we're launching the inspirational text messages uh, acimtext.com you can sign up for them and um that is, uh, it's all because of people making contributions, even $5, $10, every uh, contribution supports are being able to pay for the transcribers and uh, the text messaging service. And uh, it takes quite a village of people to put on a free class, especially one the size of Living A Course in Miracles. So your contributions make such a difference. I'm going to invite everyone to turn within here. As we give a big thanks and a blessing to Maria and her fiancé, and congratulations on the blessings of love that they are are saying yes to and sharing with everyone because we're one with them. Their blessings are our blessings. So grateful to claim our blessings. And thanking Maria for all her efforts to share what she's learned and to live a happy, prosperous life. So we're grateful and thankful to once again partner up with the higher Holy Spirit self to remember and recognize the fullness of love right where we are. It's always... 
the Christ living through us and as us, through our brothers and sisters. We are grateful and thankful to share the the breakthroughs. We are grateful and thankful to share our willingness with everyone. All boats rise on this tide of love. In gratitude, we allow our healing to fully be. We know it's done, and so it is. Amen, amen, amen. Thank amen. you, Maria. God bless you, everybody. Thank you, Jennifer. Thank you.